When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joining us out of Switzerland is experienced Swiss sports journo Marco Keller. Uh, Marco, uh, only uh, appropriate to start this segment with some U2, given that Bono was the star of the uh, penalty shootout between Morocco and Spain. Yeah, absolutely. Good good morning, everybody in New Zealand. Uh, yeah, he was the star. He was ready and... Uh, he looked more ready than the Spanish forwards were when they when they approached uh, the shot and when they took the shot and uh, so in the end it was yeah not so much of a lottery but it looked deserved what Morocco did. Yeah, very much so. And uh, the, you know the first uh, team from that part of the world to uh, to make it into the quarterfinals of the World Cup, I believe, as well. Uh, Luis Enrique had said that the Spanish players had taken a thousand penalties in the week leading up to this game at practice. Maybe they took all their good ones, Marco. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I think he had already said that last year at the European Championships. Once uh, they had first eliminated uh, Switzerland uh, in the shootout, but then they had lost to Italy in the semifinals. And after that, uh, Luis Enrique had already said, well, they better go home and uh, take some penalty shots, take a lot of penalty shots before the next uh, real big uh, tournament. But seemingly, yeah, that wasn't enough. No, it wasn't enough. Uh, let's talk your boys. Uh, the Swiss, of course, did very well to get out of a tough, tough group. Uh, you know, with the Serbs, that game against Serbia was one of the games of the tournament. Uh, I, th- I thought this was going to be a very tight game against the Portuguese, but uh, Portugal didn't read the script. Or we could also say the Swiss didn't read the script really well <laughs> because um, actually, yeah, there was a lot of uh, a lot of positive energy going on after the coming out of that group and winning that game against Serbia, which for different reasons is always like a, a tough one for the Swiss and uh, like emotionally very loaded. And then, uh, yeah, a lot of people thought there's a good chance now to to get um, to play well and uh, possibly even eliminate the big uh, side, which uh, Portugal is. But then uh, the things went really wrong. And from the beginning, except for maybe the 10 first minutes, the Swiss were never really into the game and uh yeah they they gave uh, portugal a lot of uh, a lot of free space a lot of ways to to uh yeah develop their game and uh, hey they have a lot of great players even with ronaldo being on the bench and uh i think they they made best of use of of what we in switzerland think was a pretty poor performance tonight yeah i mean in terms of Ronaldo being on the bench, I mean, it, it's one of those things that, you know, we've seen what's happened at Manchester United. It's now happened to him at Portugal. So the, the writing is on the wall uh, for Cristiano Ronaldo. Do you think he plays for Portugal again after this tournament, given he's going to Saudi Arabia? This is a very good question. I really don't know. Uh, I mean... Hey, depends. It also depends. Maybe now there's a, you know, what Fernando Santos will do, who if he will remain, if there will be another coach at some point, what Ronaldo's plans are. I mean, he still has the ambition, but uh, might look like uh, 
things are getting a little bit more difficult for him than in the past year. So, <clears throat> on the other hand, I was surprised how how happy surprised how happy he was when the fellow players scored tonight and uh, that seemed to genu- seem to be genuine uh, he seemed to be genuinely happy for them and uh, yeah so uh, he's definitely ready for one at least at least one last shot here i would say yeah well, what does this mean now for swiss football because i look at some of the the very good players that you've had over the last sort of 10 years or so the granite jackers the jerdan chakiris um those those sort of players i mean i i doubt we'll see them at another world cup is is there another generation coming uh young players coming through the swiss ranks yeah absolutely that would not be that would not be the issue. Then I still think uh, Granny Chaka is not that old yet. There's still uh, still a possibility of him being around in four years. And uh, you know the the Swiss they have now made five consecutive uh, five, uh, tournaments, like coming through the qualifying ranks, which is good for a nation like ours. But still, the next step. Uh, has to be done. There's there's quite a few very good players like Okafor, Vargas, especially like some of the forwards, like the offensive-minded players. But then again, uh, maybe in defense we need to we need to have a little bit, yeah, fresh blood there. And also that was also one of the key elements today that didn't really go our way. Yeah, the, in terms of uh, Swiss football, I mean, how what was the expectation going into this tournament for the Swiss team, especially given the group that you were in? Well, first first goal all, always for a team like Switzerland has to be to 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 get beyond that group. That's what they did. They played they played so so. They played okay against Cameroon, but Cameroon could also have gone uh, taken the lead in the first. Uh, period against Brazil, the performance defensively was very, very solid. Offensively, it was really poor. And then against Serbia, that was a that was a very big spectacle game and uh, nice to see for the crowd, as you mentioned, one of the games of the tournament. But that also came because like the Serbs are pretty not really balanced between offensive and defensive. And then, hey, once you're in the round of 16, you want to win that. But uh, we also, in tennis, we would say we did a little bit of unforced errors because we had some issues with some defenders who were sick. And uh, now Murat Yakin, our uh, manager, he just uh, just switched from uh, four man defense to a three man defense and he only seemingly as Shakiri said after the game he only mentioned that to the players today which is a little bit like a short transition period for adaptation especially if you have to face such a such a great team as uh, as Portugal is but then in the end just today Switzerland didn't really show up no, they didn't. It almost felt like maybe the game against the Serbs took uh, something out of them because there is so much on that game, isn't it? It's, it's, it's almost like a, a derby match, you would say, um, because of the rivalry which has stemmed from back in 2018. Absolutely. It's pretty similar to that. Also, when the Swiss also passed in 2018, then they played next match against Sweden. Of course, Sweden is not like Portugal, but everybody in Switzerland also felt that was like at that time, there was a really golden chance to go to go one step further to reach the quarters, and then there was also a lackluster performance. And in the end, in the end, the Swedes prevailed. Of course, then also when we say Sweden is a good draw, 
Sweden, of course, will also say Switzerland is a good throw. So we cannot automatically expect to be those uh, to beat those teams. But now with more players being in the Premier League, in the Serie A, in Germany, um, yeah, the level of Swiss of the Swiss in general has risen. But uh, yeah, it's still not enough to go one or even two steps further because some of the people even started dreaming. Well, it's always nice to dream, but uh, some even mentioned that there could be a chance to go all the way, which I thought was a was still a very optimistic approach. Yeah, very, very optimistic, I think. Although, I mean, you see what Morocco did. We talked about that. I mean, we could could yeah. have been talking about uh, Switzerland playing Morocco for a spot in a semi final. Absolutely, of course. Then, uh, then again, doesn't necessarily mean that uh, Morocco, the way they are playing, would have been easier than the than the Spanish tiki-taka, and, uh, which also seems to be a little bit uh, lacking ideas now at some point. But, but hey, yeah, for a dance, there, you always need to, and uh, the Swiss are not ready to dance. No, not no, not quite yet. Uh, in terms of uh, the World Cup in general, uh, you will have been uh, keeping an eye on this. Uh, the French course doing very well. The Brazilians, Portugal, we saw today go very well. Who do you like now to, to win the tournament? Well, I mean, the quarterfinals now are really, really great matches. Uh, I think also Brazil. Brazil has showed yesterday what they can, what they're able, capable of, and uh, if they can keep it up, also against the side against sides that are even stronger than South Korea, then they have a good chance. Then, uh, you know, I I never want to count out Argentina. I mean, they still Messi is still around and. Uh, and they would have a substitute in case Messi weren't able to play, which is one of my favorite players, but also because he plays in Rome now is uh, Paolo Dybala, who hasn't seen any any time on the pitch yet, but he would be a good substitute too. And France, England, I would say is is completely open. So I still go for one of the two South Americans. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting actually. That 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 meeting is going to be a semi-final, uh, which is going to be a massive occasion. But we could, absolutely, Marco, we could have a final between Messi and Ronaldo, couldn't we? Uh, I mean, all the talk about who the greatest of all time could actually be decided on the biggest stage. That could be, but that's also that's also very far away. And then, hey, again, if um, if Fernando Santos decides now to to stick to the successful scheme he has had tonight and with this Gonzalo Ramos being absolutely impressive with uh, not only because of the three goals he did score tonight but with everything uh, that he brings onto the pitch then it might be would also be a, a final with Messi on the field and uh, Ronaldo maybe just coming in so then again to decide then who is the biggest of all time is also would also be a little bit questionable I feel yeah no you're probably right there you're probably right there Marco thank you very much for your time thanks for staying up late for us in Switzerland I really appreciate it good to talk to you again my friend and uh, we'll stay in Great touch and hopefully to you, talk Ricardo. soon yeah all the best and uh have a nice day back in New Zealand. Yeah, will do. Marco Keller there out of Switzerland for us, talking the FIFA World Cup.